0: In Colorado, there is only one place that has the best selection of collectibles, Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics.
1: For over 27 years, Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics has been the ultimate destination for collectors.
2: They have a wide selection of hard-to-find coins, action
0: figures, role-playing cards. You can go over there and get yourself a copy of Dominion. Uh, And sports memorabilia. Hey, Peyton Manning's a Bronco. I was there yesterday. They have a signed Peyton Manning jersey. And of course, they've got comics, which is what I go there for. All their back issues are half off. On Saturday, all dollar issues are only 50 cents.
1: And if you sign up for a hold slot, you'll get 20% off graphic novels and comics.
0: So stop by 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado and tell them the real nerd sent you.
3: Comic-Con episode 4, Fans Hope. Do you love comics but can't go to Comic-Con? Look no further because Comic-Con is coming to Colorado. Come have an in-depth look at what goes on inside Comic-Con. All the good, the bad, and the geeky right there on the big screen. You even have the opportunity to purchase exclusive items. The only catch is that this event will happen only if the event reaches its attendance threshold. So what are you waiting for? You know you want to be a part of something amazingly awesome. Go and reserve your tickets today. For tickets, go to www.tugg.com slash events slash 703. Hey,
0: everybody. Ryan from Real Nerds here. I'm here with my good friend Joe of Birdman Barbecue. Joe, why don't you give us a little bit of history of Birdman Barbecue?
4: Well, actually, it's a family recipe that's been passed down uh, for, uh, for generations. My wife's dad has it now, and uh, we're just now starting to bottle it up. We've got two different flavors, uh, original and spicy. So if you want a nice kick to the back of your throat, Try that spicy. And now we've also got a rub, too. So, uh, You
0: know, Joe, I have to be honest. I love the spicy barbecue. And if you put your rub on burgers with a spicy barbecue,
4: off the chain. I'm glad that you're being honest, Ryan, because that's what we like is off the chain. Thank you for trying that.
0: I'm so glad that you like that I said off the chain because what's even more off the chain is you guys go around Colorado and other places. And you actually enter in contests for your barbecue sauce if you want anything
4: uh yeah i mean we uh we we've entered our sauce in quite a few contests uh and actually we we uh got second place uh in the frisco barbecue competition so for our sauce just the sauce that's 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 pretty cool we've also won you know different categories for side items and different things like that, but the sauce winning was was the crowning crowning achievement and you know what's sure. so cool
0: about being in Colorado is I can go. To places around town to pick up the sauce. Where can I get? Yeah, the sauce? go to your
4: local area Ace Hardware stores. Uh, check out Russ Barbecue in Golden. Uh, we and then check out your local festivals, uh, Frisco, Dillon. We're uh, hitting up all those this year. So. And also, I know too. You also run
0: contests on your Facebook page. If you get a certain amount of likes, you always do a free drawing for a free bottle of barbecue sauce. Where can we find you on Facebook? Absolutely,
4: it's uh, BirdmanBBQ.com or on Facebook. I guess it's just BirdmanBBQ on Facebook. Uh, check it out. Uh, yeah, every hundred. Likes that we get we uh, enter everybody that likes us into a drawing for a bucket of barbecue, which is a, a bottle of each sauce and one of our rubs. So
0: Awesome. So yeah, make sure you like Birdman barbecue. Check out Joe when he's doing little things around town with Frisco and winning competitions. You know what the barbecue sauce is? Delicious. <laughs> Welcome to Real Nerds. I am Ryan. To my left is... James. And still in a bubble is... Brad. Brad's quipping sick. Fudge. Seriously. Damn you, immune system. I know. Yeah. I mean, people really want to hear your sultry voice throughout yeah, when you were podcast. When you were like a baby, your parents should have like made you hang out in
5: dumpsters and shit, so that you like had more... Built up ex- an immune yeah. system for yeah, this like stuff. Yeah, like you exposed you to, to, Infected to gross things. shit more often. Yeah, um, it's... Because, cause, yeah, you're just pathetic. You're a pathetic excuse for you. I, wait, what are we doing? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm you're sorry. I'm sorry. A I just feel like rage. I want to no, die now. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that, Brad. Sometimes I get angry. So this week, we saw Ted. We did. In fact, it's not even this week yet. We're no. we're here early. We got early. we got
0: an advanced screening of Ted. That's how the real nerds are really moving up in the Thanks world. Thanks to who? Thanks to us and our incredible... <laughs> Uh well wow, I tried to throw you a bone Laura some, but s- something actually my wife got us free tickets to go see it. <laughs> so thanks to my wife. Absolutely. That
1: was fun. Sorry to Ted for not paying for your movie.
0: Yeah.
6: Yeah, but no. you know what?
1: We'll pimp the shit out of it.
0: Yeah. Well, if we liked it. If we liked it, you're going to have to listen Who to Who knows? Who knows? Now, normally this part I go into real news, but I'm going to I'm going to skip a little bit. Um last 2 weeks ago we did a drawing for um the raffle at our comic con booth yeah and we sent out emails and some of the emails came back so we don't know um if my wife can't read it or if um the emails are wrong but james ousley you won our dark Knight 10 that's really awesome and what no idea. M- oh manny? that one that we couldn't re- that one we Yeah. manny read. Manny Yield 99, you won the Sherlock Holmes one. Please email us so we can send this to you. Um, unfortunately, we're going to have to cut you off if you don't send it. Yeah, one soon. of us will so have to keep one of those. No, we're going to give it to another one of our listeners. We're gonna, yeah, we, still the, we still have the still in oh, yeah. the hat. We'll pull them all out. And so we'll like pull them out. out. So please, by Friday, June 29th, please. Wait, when are you going to post this? Well, just by at some point. In the next week. Uh, I'm talking to you, Brad.
1: Um... On the spot here. Uh, why not Friday, since yeah. we're doing this early and people can actually find out about TED before it comes
0: out. All right, cool. So, how about by July first? Please email us at realnerds at gmail dot com so we can get your proper ad- email e address and your address so we can mail yeah. it to you. Remember, James o- Ousley and Manny. And if you're a fan, if
5: you're a fan who didn't win anything and you know Manny or James, go beat them up.
0: Yes. And then we will raffle again, and maybe you'll win. Yep. So please, by July first. What if it's many eel ninety nine? I don't know. Many eel ninety nine. Manny eel ninety nine. Manny L ninety nine. If that sounds familiar, Man eel ninety nine. Manny eel ninety nine. Please email us. Yeah. Please, RealNerds at gmail dot com. So we can get you your prize. Okay, I'm, I'm done talking about this now. <laughs> <laughs> um, see if we can ramble. And also, before we good. get into real news, uh, one of the great things about Comic Con over the last couple of weeks is we've been getting a lot of um, hits on Twitter and also on our Real Nerds uh, blog, which at realnerdspodcast.com. dot yeah. com. All those
5: all those cool people that we met actually like went and found us. Yeah, so we really appreciate their
0: participation.
5: They want to be cool with us.
0: Yeah, so which is cool. Now we're gonna share what you said to us. Now, uh, James is going to handle Twitter. I'm going to handle our blog, realnerdspodcast.com. Remember, you can leave our comments under any blog on our website. So the first one is actually something uh, kind of cool. This is from Art Valencia. And they said, first time at Comic-Con, and it was great running across you guys, fellow nerds and movie fans alike. Yes, absolutely. Uh, James did uh, put up a bunch of pictures from cosplay on there, and that was at the bottom of one of his... uh, cosplay blogs yeah so thank you art valencia we appreciate you taking time to check us out and it's a pleasure meeting you at comic-con um also one of our our good guys that we met at comic-con he's kind of became a, a bud of us reggie oh dude but reggie Reggie's reggie said you guys are too awesome with your podcast keep up the good work and i'll keep spreading hey we appreciate you helping us out it means a lot to us and yeah. we'll, we'll hopefully help you out with your um your little, your little Comic-Con showing. So you have to keep us informed and let us know how it went. Because well, he's got, um, obviously, we did a commercial at the
5: beginning of this episode. Uh, I think he's got another week or so, or the rest of this week. Rest of this week. Uh, so. In order for people to uh, order your tickets. I ordered one uh, cool. just to
0: support the thing. So you should go out there and check it out. Obviously, the website's there, but it's it's it'll be cool. Absolutely. So it was really nice meeting you, Reggie, because you're a cool guy. We appreciate it. His interview was so funny. (laughs) Um, His interview was great. And you can listen to that from our last week podcast called The Bear and the Bow. You can hear Reggie's full interview, and he's the guy who talks at the beginning who has a really sexy voice. (laughs) (laughs) And the last one that we got on our um, website, realnerdspodcast.com... It's actually directed to me. I wrote a really long blog about my quest to find Amazing Spider-Man 121. It was really good. I didn't know the story was that epic. Oh, well, thank you. It's you know.
1: I uh, you left the part out about watching, having to watch uh, Comic Book Men and seeing that comic I did. I, you know, oh, because gosh. it
0: started to get really long-winded, and I was going to wrap it up. Well, we did talk about that on the episode. Yeah, we did. Um, so this is from Kenichi, and he wrote, That was a great story. All it took was just one simple card to take your interest into the Spidey world, and it took you 20 years to find the correct one. Happy to hear that, man. That's nice. Um, And you know, if you don't like us, you can leave comments, too. I mean, I'm just reading what you guys are putting,
1: and they're all really nice. Yeah, tell us we suck. Tell us we don't know what we're talking about. Exactly. We don't care. We don't (laughs) care. We'll deal with it. In
0: in fact, when James is done with the Twitter, we have a special treat for our Real Nerds listeners. I I love the way you read that one, though, because you read that first line as like, Hey, that was a great
5: story, man.
1: Slightly sarcastic.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, did I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, well, oh, I hope that's not how he meant it. I'm sure it's not, because he was really nice about it. He <laughs> was. It was sarcastic. Was a great was <laughs> yeah. a story, great man. Great story, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, right. it was. It great took job. you
0: 20 years to find one issue. <laughs> so Good to you. hear about it. <laughs> thank you for leaving comments on the realnerdspodcast.com. Absolutely, Keep it up. Absolutely. Even if you don't like us, you can tell me fuck Spider Man. Batman's better. You'd be wrong, but you can leave it too.
1: I did write that, but you deleted it. So Yeah,
0: because I'm a dick.
5: Uh, and then on Twitter, we got a message from Matthew. Wait, wait how
0: can they find us on Twitter, James? Uh, I have no idea.
5: It's at real underscore nerds. And the, un- the underscore is, is very, very important. important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, you guys did that together. Cute. <laughs> we did. Yeah, well, we've been Jinx practicing. Me a code.
6: What? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, um,
5: anyway, Matthew, who is at Esperachi. I don't know. The Twitter app blocks it off. At Esperachi something. Yeah. Um, he uh, sent us a message this week saying that he listened to our, our uh, Brave review and then uh, the, the part in that episode where we were talking about bringing food into the con, and he said, um, bringing food into the con, not hard. I've worked various booths and cons for years, uh, and everyone who has booths brings in food, uh, so you don't have to worry about being all sneaky hobbitses. Uh, which is nice because yeah. next year I won't starve as much
1: because I would just bring a fucking pizza.
0: I was yeah, I was gonna write something really sarcastic, said, "Well, <laughs> be ready for real nerds' hot dogs at Denver Comic Con," but <laughs> yeah, I just said just...
1: thanks for the. I forget
0: what I wrote, but I didn't know to be really sarcastic in a tweet that's really short is is
1: hard to you know do. Next year, Fat Nerds podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, I know, I don't... like a criminal hoarding little Snickers bars and whatnot.
5: and also heather who is at doctor who heather uh who you said she's from you think she's from the Enquirer? she's from the examiner the the examiner i I looked her up uh she just said snap in quotes i don't know what that snap is in in reference to but you know what snap right back at you maybe it's
0: something i said to you guys and she heard you say oh snap but she didn't say oh snap she just said snap maybe one of us broke something probably
1: probably or Or she let us know that she snapped her fingers well
5: she is doctor who she could be from the future
1: she could be ah, so retweet us. Unfortunately, none of us are Doctor Who followers. So. Hell yeah, I am. Oh yeah, dude, I've watched every episode of Doctor Who. And there's the no
5: snap reference. You. No. Also, oh, yeah. not as far as I know. No. Yeah. Uh, Q snaps his fingers on uh, Star Trek. Yeah, which is something else I watched this week. I should have written that down. Shh! Don't give it away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh is that everything we got uh we reggie have... also sent us a tweet too oh really i didn't um, see that you don't have to re- he just talked about it. it was nice meeting you guys so oh. we appreciate well, reggie it was nice always, meeting him. yeah okay. hooking us up absolutely um but now we actually got the first voicemail ever left on our google voice so remember if you want to leave a voicemail like this gentleman 7206 nerds 5 which do you remember the numbers I'm nope. putting Brad on the spot. So just remember.
1: I think it's six six three seven three seven five. Something like that. But uh yeah, just remember. Six Nerds five is the easiest way yeah, to it. Yeah, six Nerds it.
0: five yeah. is the easiest way to remember it. So, hey Brad, uh go ahead and play that for us and we'll respond to it.
6: Uh yeah, look, I'm a you know, been a long time
5: listener. Uh just kind of a newer caller. For, actually it's my first time. But I just kinda wanted to call and like, you know, tell you guys that in all, in all honesty, I really did not enjoy your rant about uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. You know, that was a great movie. And I think that it was actually Grim Brothers-wise or, well, you know, whoever wrote the story originally was actually pretty accurate. Because, you know, it, it's, it's hard these days to make something as bold and, you know, something as totally different than Twilight. And, like, I think they did it. You know, and Kristen Stewart, she's, like, the best actress that I've ever seen in my life. So I, I really
6: i am i g I I'm I'm stun I'm stunned. You would you would do this kind of thing <laughs> You guys are fucking assholes.
0: I didn't know there was actual fan for Snow White and the Huntsman.
5: Some people liked that movie. Some people liked that movie. I didn't know they were that passionate. And yeah, that but that passionate uh, about Kristen Stewart. And I will say, I you know, if we piss anybody off, i I guess I'm sorry. I'm not. Fuck that guy. But
0: uh, you know what? He should be. He, he should called have better assholes. I know he called his. Oh yeah, you're right. He called his assholes. No, fuck that kid. Yeah, totally.
5: And Since if like, I ever no, see Russell's that guy dude. ever again. It's At least not, he
0: didn't insult my penis.
5: The last guy insulted my penis. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucked up.
1: <laughs> this guy didn't leave a name, so he's obviously uh, a little not, timid about yeah. sharing his thoughts. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he just wanted want... to call us
0: assholes, and he like he ran and hid behind a rock, is what he did. Yeah, he's probably Russell. Let's call him Crybaby.
6: <laughs> Crybaby,
0: cry <laughs> and we'll generalize it. Crybaby Smith. Crybaby
5: Smith. And honestly, I don't think it's that hard to make something that is original or more original than, than Twilight. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to throw that out
0: there. He had there, a great think, point, um, though, about the writers of, like, it. And it was like uh, the Grimm Brothers. Or it was something. like the Grimm Brothers. Something it was like that. like that. Something like that. But uh, um, I would read the transcript, but he was too stupid uh, <laughs> crying about it that the transcript couldn't even make out what words he was crying about. Oh, goodness.
1: I bet his tears uh, short-circuited his phone. <laughs> That's
0: why it just abruptly ended. It did abruptly end. And then he called back to make his point even, but we didn't understand him. He sounded like a hippo giving birth. Let's play that right now.
6: another <laughs> <know> thing. <laughs> you you have my feelings. <laughs> my wife was
5: <laughs> Again, do you know what he was even saying? I have no idea. I'm I, well, I hope he I, didn't die. Heard his
1: feelings. I got we that did. part.
5: I'm really sorry. We're
1: assholes. We got and that. And his wife is the queen, so maybe it's the director of the <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe
0: he's a little bit too close to this. Maybe,
5: maybe
1: he's like
0: a, a art assistant, a production assistant on it. Maybe it's Adam Quigley. I'm just gonna throw that <laughs> there. Might be Adam Quigley.
1: Just maybe, you know. I'm a little hesitant to say, but dude, it's just a movie. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. see next week. Not Maybe Spider-Man will be terrible, and I'll be inconsolable. <laughs> <with it. laughs> on the... Welcome to Real Nerds, and oh,
0: and yeah. I just just wanted a good, <laughs> good Spider-Man move. They killed Peter Parker five minutes in. <laughs> that was the most shocking twist ever. And then, and then Uncle Ben became Spider-Man. <laughs> oh man, that sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. you don't know, man. So even though you called us assholes, thanks for calling in seven two zero six Nerds five. Leave your voicemail and
5: um, yeah, have fun with it. Somebody else call in, and as long as you don't insult us or call us assholes, we will totally like you
0: and be nice to you. Yeah, but if you call us assholes and cry about a movie, then we're not going to be nice to you. Yeah, that's how we roll. We're we're really serious about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for once, I, I kept in character. James broke character. I did. You laughed. I was oh, serious I'm sorry. the whole time. Very passionate. Hey, let's unspool some real news. It's real news! Box office was, you know, not surprising at all. Um, Uh,
1: Did Prometheus win the weekend? It did not. Oh. Brave won with 66.3 million. Oh, that's good. Which is the 13th number one in a row for Pixar? Yeah. (laughs) Well, duh. It's right about... Right in their wheelhouse, um, they
0: usually do over $60 million
1: for their movies. Yeah. Well, I thought Ratatouille like, came in second to Die Hard, so... It did not. I guess not. I was misinformed.
5: Yeah, I wouldn't see that. I mean, those didn't come out the same day, did
1: they? Yeah. Same weekend. Wow. Yeah.
5: Well, I saw both of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Oh, Ratatouille, great, right? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Pixar, oh, yeah. not
0: surprising, because the movie was really great. Um, you should go see it and enjoy it like we did. I believe Rat- Ratatouille was Adam Quigley's eighth favorite Pixar movie.
5: I know that
1: now. Wow. I feel like I'm obsessed with this guy now. I know. You're like... He just makes
5: Dangerously me so obsessive.
1: Yeah. Don't go Giovanni on me. Do you have like a picture of him in a frame on your desk that you just scream at?
5: <laughs> <you gotta> go? <laughs> Quigley! Uh, no, but by the end of next week, I will.
0: <laughs> His fucking <laughs> hipster haircut. What a hipster. Douchebag. Go ahead. Hey, coming out on Blu-ray next week is actually kind of light because last week there was quite a bit of things. Um, there's a couple ones that interest me uh, I wrote them down Treasure Planet Which is a Whoa. Disney movie That was kind of forgotten about Yeah That's actually not that bad No Um. St- uh. Joss Whedon is involved in scripting that movie Yeah so I'd, I'd kind of be interested to see that Because I bet it looks really great on Blu-ray Yeah Um. Also God Bless America comes out I wanted to see that in the theaters But I missed it Yeah um, That's the uh, Bobcat Bobcat Goldthwait Yeah that one I'm glad I remembered. Look at that. <laughs> also, another kind of forgotten Disney one, Home on the Range, is oh, also wow. out on Blu-ray. Wasn't that the uh, before Princess and the Frog? That was like the last. Yeah, and then they went into uh, yeah movie. kind of 3D. And then one I kind of was interested in seeing, just because I'm a Willem Dafoe fan, The Hunter comes out. Um, so I'll probably just check that out when it's streaming or at Redbox. I don't know what that is. Is that a new movie? Ah, uh, it
1: was at the Esquire uh, or the uh, Sheraties, I think. Oh, I yeah, know, earlier I think in the I year, three months ago. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah, it was, was out I, for like a week.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was there when we, I think, saw Casa de mi Padre. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what's coming out next week. Kind of light, but interesting stuff. Uh, I I have uh one news thing that I kind of came across. I don't know if you saw it. Um, Jurassic Park four got yeah, screenwriters, yeah. the guys who wrote Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that was actually on my list for last week, but I forgot about it. Um, uh, so. I mean they did a pretty good job with, you know, with that movie so yeah. maybe they can get it and it'll be called Rise of the Dinosaurs from the Island. To be honest, the
5: things that um like when I look at Jurassic Park 3, which I'm not a big fan of, the things I don't like about that movie is actually the stuff that happened post script. Um you know, they've got that guy who's an archaeologist who I'm sure he was really smart and was a big part of making the first movie so good, but he is the reason why the T-Rex is not the villain of that movie or is not the yep. main monster.
0: The I think that is guy, the biggest J- part why. Jack Horner. Don't get me started. When I watched that interview, I was so mad. Uh, I mean, like just because you don't agree with everybody else that he was a predator, that you yeah. want him to be a scavenger, so everybody just went along with and it. And that's cool, but the so much of that movie...
5: I, I think is is a little bit weaker because they have to sell the spinosaurus. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: just not. It's just not as cool. Like it's a cool rumble, but then you you know the T Rex was out like a bitch. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of uh, when I saw AV, AVP later, where the predators went out like bitches. I'm yeah. not denying the fact that the xenomorphs could kill them, but that they just got destroyed by them was yeah weak.
5: Um.
0: But hopefully those guys
5: can sort of – I'm hoping they'll take it back to its roots sort of and maybe yeah, maybe not have the characters from the first
0: few movies show up in it because uh, I think that would be good for the series. Yeah, uh, and maybe I just they're want re-releasing Jurassic dinosaurs. Park in 3D next year. I think it's July oh, 19th really? or something. Oh, I hadn't heard that yet. Uh, 20-year anniversary. I don't think I want to see that. I said it on the show actually.
5: Uh, well, I wasn't listening. Obviously. Actually, I'm sure I talked about it. This is new. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James, what else you got? Um, well, along those same uh, Blu-ray releases and stuff, th- this week they announced officially that Indiana Jones is going to get its Blu-ray release this year. Uh, which September means 18th, I believe. Yeah, sometime in September, which means I have already pre-ordered my <laughs> I, Indiana Jones Blu-ray, um, which is exciting. I, I can't wait to see what that thing looks in HD. Uh, hopefully they'll just touch it up just a little bit, just fix some of the, you know...
1: Special effects and stuff, so that. Did you read the press release that went with it? I read some of it, but. It, it, like, they like went back to the original sound, the mono sound yeah. it, it been, that Ben Burt had and um yeah fixing that up, so.
5: Yeah. No, no, I know that. It's more like what things they'll do to the actual picture that, like, they can say, like, well, we're going to remaster it and everything, but it's all. The devil's in the details. It's, you know, whether or not the black line around the rancor is still there. Obviously, I'm talking Star Wars now, but that kind of stuff
1: where if they can. Isn't, like, one of the most. Uh, talked about special effects cleanups on Raiders is that glass reflection when Indy yes. falls in front of the snakes.
5: Uh, yeah, it is, which they did that for the DVD. Uh, and it, even, I think if you watch it on TV now, you, you are, you can't see it. They use that DVD rip uh, for it on television, um, which well, I don't, I don't need that back. That's not a thing I need. What I was, we were talking about in the theater. What I want is for them to be able to go in and touch up in, in last crusade, when the plane goes into the tunnel, the the just the uh, effects on that are not quite great. You can see the lines around the plane.
1: The or, colors just or don't. Temple line up. of Doom when all the people fall off the bridge and they yeah, fall yeah. into the alligators. Yeah. yeah,
5: and I'm not saying like put in CG dude so that I can't. You know I can't tell that all oh, all you did was throw meat in a sock into the alligator pit and the alligators. You know tore up some some cloth. Like no 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 I don't need anything special. I just. Just fix
0: the, the outlines of the stuff and color the the color correction. And, well, yeah, and I mean they did really that. good in Star Wars: uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, one of the best effect shots that they redid was at the end. Anakin is now hitting <laughs> Christensen, and there's a not. It's not a puppet Yoda anymore. It looks so much better. Uh- oh i'm so glad that i know you're, you're <laughs> kidding
5: um but after everything that i saw steven spielberg say about jaws and what they're doing to jaws i have
0: a lot of fear. dude i I'm can't just, wait I'm for jaws because it. i thought the jaws dvd actually looked really good it
5: did it did but so, man when they show you like this is what the dvd looks like and this is what we're going to show you next i was like oh man this is jaws like i've never seen it but you know so that's what i want from Indiana. any more
1: obvious that the sharks are robot <laughs>
5: no, 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 that's the opposite thing. Like when a lot of times when they up the, the resolution and everything, or or they go to DVD, the uh, the 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 bad special effects stand out more, and I I want them to try to fix that just a little. Um, I will start with some sad news, though. You motherfucker! I know, Always. I know, I can't help it, I can't help it. But it's the biggest news of the week. Nora Ephron died. She did, um, unfortunately. Which actually the most interesting part about this to me was that she was seventy one years old. She was like her hair was always dark maybe I don't know if she wore a wig or she dyed it I thought she was like in her 40s every time I saw her I was like yeah you know here's this hip young you know middle-aged woman who's making lady movies and now she's dead cuz she was old which is horrible
0: yeah that was a horrible thing he just said I know you'll never be on um entertainment tonight I probably going, won't and now I, she's dead. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, no, it. I, and I'll be Billy Bush honest, would not approve. I, <laughs> Is
0: that his name? I have no idea. Who's Access Billy Hollywood? Bush? I, I, oh, I, I don't watch that show. I, I don't either. It's in. It's in forgetting Sarah Marshall.
5: Oh, I don't. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's really it's really unfortunate. She was one of the the the, the few good female directors and writers that we had. Agree. Um. And no matter what, like I've seen people put. Julie and Julia on some like half good lists, and I disagree. I thought that movie was really good. In a year full of you know, well, even dorky movies like Sleepless in Seattle, yeah, you know it's, it's good. great and a and a classic. Like, yeah, you know, yes, it is very much a chick flick, but a good one. Yeah. Um. I even hell, I even like You've Got Mail. I'm gonna yeah, throw that out there. It's like right. that movie. It's I mean, it's Sleepless in Seattle, but with computers, but still. Um. And of course, when Harry Met Sally is the big one. Um. That movie is awesome. No, You know, no matter who you are, that movie is good. Except for Brad's giving me a look like he doesn't like it.
1: No, I was actually sitting here just going like, I don't think I've ever seen a Nora Ephron movie. <laughs> oh, oh really? no. Yeah. yeah.
5: You've not seen Sleeveless in Seattle? Nope. or
1: Wow. We, man, or you got to come over area. here
5: with your pajamas on, and we'll make popcorn and, and
1: sit on the floor. Cream. Oh, it's going to be so good, we'll cry. I will not have what he's having. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice. <laughs>
5: oh, that was really good. Uh, Speaking of dead... Martin Scorsese is never going to shoot on film again. What? Uh, He's shooting only digital. His next movie is not going to be in three D, but he's still not going to shoot on film. Film, which it's just a weird thing I think for a director to even say, because a lot of the a lot of the big directors will go back and forth between film and digital. But it's like it depends on what they're filming, you know. Like, I wish Michael Mann would do it because sometimes he does digital and it. It looks like home video. It just looks like gra- crap. Yeah. But sometimes he uses <laughs> digital, like on Collateral, and it looks awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, I thought I think Collateral looks good. Uh, Brad disagrees. Public Enemies, <laughs> I hate. Um, public Enemies is the worst offender. Miami Vice is pretty bad. Yeah, Miami Vice wasn't great. Um, but it's, um, it's 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 close to Collateral. But yeah, Public Enemies is the worst. That like home video looking. Yeah. Flat looking film. I
5: mean, yeah, you know, that's not necessarily. That's not exactly what we're talking about, but, like, it, it may not look exactly like that because he's going to be using, you know, Michael Man uses that weird camera that makes things look funny, mm. but...
1: It may just be, like, you know, he's getting older and it's physically demanding to yeah. carry around film and stuff, so yeah. it may just be like after Hugo's like... Does Scorsese
0: like, have to carry his own film? <laughs>
6: <laughs> he's the saddest man.
0: Right. <laughs> D- um,
1: dragging like I satchel. carry my own film. He's
0: got satchels full
5: of film that he's dragging <laughs> around. <laughs> well, I'm sure he has uh, to
1: sit in the ed- editing booth uh, longer, having to cut between yeah. reels with yeah. his editor. Um... Plus, plus, since he makes long movies too, so
5: <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. It's just, it's just weird because I, I feel like most directors will go back and forth because they'll choose what they want to do based on the project they're doing, and just to say like, I'm never working with film again. It's such a,
1: it's a weird bombastic thing to say. Um, Did he officially announce this, or is this like, yeah, it third was a party? No, like, it was oh. like, it
5: was like in a press release or something.
1: Like he sat down, and he was like,
5: I don't have the whatever in front news of me, place. But. I want yeah. you to know that I'm <laughs> I, think was, I think it was in an interview that he said, as
1: um, part of something else. Yeah.
5: Okay. So I mean, he can he can easily go back. Plenty of people have. But um, are you guys big fans of Starship Troopers? Yeah. Mm, it's all right. yeah. Yeah. I liked watching it when I was a kid because I I thought it was the closest thing to a Starcraft movie I'd ever get, just because it was dudes in space it's fighting afraid. bugs. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, anyway, they've been boobs. It does, yeah. It's got boobs. Um, that chick from uh, Dragonheart. Which, when I finally saw that movie, I was like, "Heck yeah. yeah!" And I was like, "Oh, okay."
0: I am the last one,
6: <laughs> dude. Uh, my Sean
5: Connery is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most days, not this one. Anyway, just sound kind of like you're Jeremy Irons.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no. Okay,
5: it's all you're, old you're guys. That, let, me do, sh- let me do
0: Sean Connery, and I'll do Jeremy Irons, and you guys can decide the difference. Okay. Okay. We're part of the family. <laughs> and that was Jeremy Irons. Yeah, yeah. and uh, here's my Sean Connery. I am the last one. <laughs> and they're totally different. Uh, <laughs> I, I can hear the difference. English,
5: Scottish dudes. One of them, one of them, enunciated more. I think that was the biggest difference.
1: <laughs> Maybe go a little like James Bond, Sean Connery. It'll clear up the difference a little easier.
5: Money, penny, money, money
0: penny. <laughs> <laughs> That's
5: all I got. Anyway, they're talking about remaking Starship Troopers, and they're going to the an extra caliber. <laughs>
0: Was he? I don't think he was.
5: Was, I he? Think, was he? No, he was no, no, Highlander.
0: no. I mean, we'll get, we'll get the
5: Highlander.
1: Or Zardoz. <laughs> right? Zardoz. What, what part did he yeah, play in
5: um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Uh, he's... Um, oh, Quartermain? Yeah, yeah, Alan Quartermain, yeah.
0: Alan Quartermain. Right. Why would he 92. say his own name? <laughs> 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 that's what Sean Connery does. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> they're, re- they're remaking Starship
5: Troopers uh, and they're going to make it like more true to the book and more realistic which means it's not going to be the satire of starship troopers i don't even know what that looks like
1: no idea what <laughs> that looks like
5: yeah. um, i mean if it's a like a cool epic space battle movie that would that'd be fun but i don't even know
1: the dog's name was indiana <laughs> we named the dog indiana <laughs> i'm just gonna say that was pretty good so he stops
5: <laughs> yeah that was oh my god your impressions are
0: so amazing
1: well done sir. okay uh, let me hear that your Sean a, Connery that was a
0: great sort. no yeah exactly no I'm not hearing anything from the no, peanut yeah, guy you're, right, over you're there. right
1: because I can admit that I
0: have a bad Sean Connery I will never <laughs> can you
5: do Sean Connery from Entrapment
6: Catherine
0: Zeta-Jones, <laughs>
6: <laughs> crawl underneath
0: that laser. I don't know, even know what... I, I don't, That's seen, not my
6: character's you, name you, in the
0: movie! <laughs> you have no idea what happens in that movie. I don't. I just remember uh, she crawls underneath a laser, Yeah, and they go to those really tall buildings. <laughs> <They do. laughs> I saw that movie when it came out, what, 14 years ago? 15 years I've, ago? I've seen it a shameful amount of times. I don't remember anything about it, except the poster is Catherine Zeta-Jones with her arms crossed. And I'm in the background. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of Sean Connery, unless you have something to say about Starship Troopers,
5: since we're so off the rails. Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking of Sean Connery, they're gonna they're they're still remaking Highlander, uh, and they're trying to get Ryan Reynolds to be in it. Which none of this is interesting to me. I want to know who plays the Kargan. Who who alive could play the Kargan?
1: Do you remember the Kargan? I never saw the original. Hi- I saw Highlander Endgame. That's it. What? <laughs> Why would you watch Highlander Endgame and not see Highlander? Because it's one of those uh, movies that I saw, you know, in high school. Just because need to go see a movie, and I got you. after watching that one, I had no interest in seeing the Highlander. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Wait, Highlander Highlander Endgame was in the theaters. It was. I thought all the Highlander sequels were like straight to DVD. I think. Is Christopher Lambert that. dead? Uh, no, I don't he think. No, so. I'm just kidding. Isn't Ghost Rider? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah, he's yeah. just in... Um. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I just want to know who they who plays the kurgan kurgan was like this he's this dude in the first movie who's the only like he's the bad guy, and he kidnaps a woman and drives real fast and goes ah and and he chops people's heads off and he's like this he's like this I don't even want to say Norse but ancient uh knight kind of a guy i'm thinking I'm thinking Nick Cage Nick Cage is the kurgan. Release the Kerrigan. What?
0: Where? I'm full of impressions, guys. Do <laughs>
5: uh, Dear Chris
1: Farley impression? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, Brad, you got any news? You can't see it, but he crosses arms and closes his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's dead. Aw. Uh,
0: I was just doing the James Hart uh, sympathy there. Yeah. Chris Farley, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's dead. Did you ask me something?
0: Uh, I was just. <laughs> <laughs> I was just
5: asking if you've got any news for us.
0: Nope. Okay, because that's all I've got. It's early in the week, so there it's a little light. Yeah, wow. Way to bring something to the table, Brad, except your diseases. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, this is a uh, this is a punchy episode. Instead of uh, I-, I didn't have any time to read a comic book this week um so i'm just gonna tell you to pick up a trade baker uh i am special um <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> i'll just tell you to pick up an awesome there trade paper the back listeners with <laughs> my favorite stories in it it's called death of the stacys you can pick it up is at, it spider-man it is spider-man ah uh, the death of the stacys you can pick that up at colorado coins cars and comics for 20 percent off it's 14.99 uh retail price and it has the death of Captain Stacy. And The Death of Gwen Stacy. It's uh, three issues. It's a kind of a short one. Spoilers. That's really good. Um, I wrote a whole blog about issue 121, which is part of the saga. Yeah. So since cool. I didn't have enough time to read any comics, and comics haven't even come out yet this week. Yeah. Um, yeah I'll <laughs> tell you to pick up an oldie but a goodie. The Death of the Stacys. Good choice. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. So this week, our fan interview from denver comic-con is robert who went to e3 and is a big gamer and we had a lot of fun chatting with him yeah he does a bunch of work for the dcd and um uh well he'll tell you all about it yeah he's better at it than we trying to recount what he said he was really interesting he was and james is really excited to hear him talk did you hear James right there? hands really interesting. <laughs>
6: no, what <I> was being.
0: <laughs> Way to sell Robert to our loyal I was, listeners. I was being junior. Right, he And Robert's was really finally in the show. And he's listening to your intro. He, he was really, really interesting. interesting. No, I meant that. I meant that. Anyway, here's Robert. Thanks, Robert, for stopping by. Awesome. Welcome to some more exciting coverage of Denver Comic Con 2012. This is Real Nerds, Ryan and James. And you can't hear Brad, so
3: I'm Brad.
0: Um, we are sitting down with Robert Robert you are at Comic Con what are you doing at Comic Con
3: Um, well I'll tell you this is this is like I mean obviously San Diego Comic Con is bigger but for like our first Denver based Comic Con I mean this is getting a lot of huge attention and everything like that got some celebrities in the back like Colin Ferguson and Cindy Morgan and all them doing their thing and there's like all these I mean, there's, like, all sorts of attention, and I swear, I've run in like, 500 costume people on the show. Yeah, board. it's awesome. Oh, it's yeah. madness. We
0: went to uh, the Michael Uslan, uh panel just now, and he said this is the best first con he's ever been to. Yeah,
3: wow. I mean, this is nice. I mean, it's not insane like the San Diego one. It, it almost yeah. seems like it's perfectly balanced. There's enough for you to do and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And like, complete I complete bedlam, like i got to elbow my way through a crowd just to get through everything.
2: And I'm, I may need to knock on wood on this one, but it doesn't smell bad. It does <laughs> not smell bad. It and plus, I don't
3: think I have to worry about sanitizing my hands every three seconds, which yeah. is nice. <laughs> That's always yeah. a good That's way. always nice.
2: Uh, Robert, you do a podcast, right?
3: Uh, yeah, we do a podcast over about games.com. It's called The Post Game Report. Um, I record with a bunch of um, lively characters. That's the best thing I could say about them, is lively characters. Uh, we talk about video games. We talk about movies, stuff like that. Uh, we just awesome. had a nice little 20-minute conversation trying to figure out Prometheus. <laughs> Always fun. Uh, but we'd still rather watch that than That's My Boy. So that's, you know. Yeah. It's like if we want to watch a movie about a Hideous Monster, we'll go to Prometheus. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, this week we're seeing Rock of Ages and That's My Boy.
3: Nice. Yeah.
0: So it should be fun.
3: Yeah, Rock of, Rock of Ages, I think the main reason that's going to be a draw is obviously Tom Cruise doing the Axl Rose impression. Yeah. Seems to be that, that's oh, yeah. a big thing, you know?
0: It's weird. Did you think like, they, the, the ads really didn't focus on Tom Cruise till recently, though?
3: I know. They, they like, teased him a little bit. Yeah. They didn't show him in an action and everything, and then they started showing him singing and everything like that. I was like, he can actually sing. I'll be. <laughs> yeah, I read
0: an interview with him, and he said that he trained himself for over a year to learn how to sing.
3: Yeah, hey, wow. you know, sounds like he did a good job. Maybe he'll have a tour.
0: What,
2: yeah. uh, what kind of uh, games are you looking forward to right now?
3: Um, well, right now I'm playing Lollipop Chainsaw. That's the one featuring, uh, like, it was written by James Gunn. Yeah. And yeah. it just features this sex. Well, oh, it, it's got sexual overtones. That, that's obvious. But, you know, yeah. it's also got a lot of good carnage and everything like that. Uh, Lego Batman 2 comes out next week. Yeah. Which will be a fun game. And then, you know, I'm working through Dirt Showdown and a few other games. It, it's busy, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I, I want to get... Uh, chainsaw Lollipop, is it a worthy purchase?
3: I, I'd say so. I mean, you know, it, the thing you got to understand, is it's in the grindhouse approach. Well, so it's 2-to-51, two two so... Yeah, exactly. I you mean, know, no more heroes. and Mad I mean, World. You, you can't Exactly. You can't take <laughs> <Wow>. them seriously. <laughs> Taking 2-to-51 seriously is a big mistake. So you got to sit back and enjoy the game. I, I had a kick with it. It was a good time.
2: Awesome. What was the last game that you really loved? Like, that you played and you just...
3: What was the last game you really loved? Like, you played it oh, God. and it just... Lollipop Chainsaw is right there on the list, but uh, Codemasters just came out with this racing game called Dirt Showdown, Yeah, and it's awesome. It's like they've taken all the fun racing elements of the Dirt Series, but they put it in Demolition Derby. Oh, wow. So you can actually oh, cool. smash cars. They have this thing called a knockoff mode, which takes place in an elevated platform, and you knock cars off of it, you get bonus points. Good fun in multiplayer. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: Heck, That's yeah. Kind of cool. What's the last great game you played, James?
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh... Oh man, I
2: I hesitate to say Diablo, but man, I played a lot of Diablo. I'll bet you do. It's hard. It's hard not to, you know, uh, just keep playing that. game. You're not the
3: only one I heard. I mean, I went to E3 last week, and everybody's just talking Diablo. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: Well, and it's hard because you know the week of E3, no games come out, so it's like you know every version came
3: out. I was like, what's that? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I.
0: yeah, tell us about yeah.
2: Yeah, how was how was your
3: experience <laughs> in E3? Uh, E3 was nuts. I mean, I had, like, wall-to-wall appointments and everything like that. I got to see a bunch of great games, like Borderlands 2, the new Star Trek game, uh, this new game called Watch Dogs, where you actually manipulate, like, electrical objects to your advantage, which oh, wow. is a really cool game. Yeah, it's getting a lot of buzz. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I think the main thing I was disappointed by was the Wii U. They're, like, <laughs> Nintendo's new little console and everything like that, because they really didn't do much of a game push. They had Nintendo Land and... <laughs> And Mario, it's all, Brother, no, no, sorry, Mario Brothers. That's it. They didn't have a Metroid or a Zelda. Nothing hardcore. N- Nintendo
2: Land is all the games they showed last year, but with a name. I like know it's I not mean, actually new.
3: It's fun when it comes to like showing the advantages of the system, but yeah. they forgot the hardcore gamers. It seems yeah. you know, and, and that's kind of a bit of a bother for me.
2: And it, and the the real question with the Wii U is whether or not you know if if the I don't want to say softcore, but the casual gamers are the people who bought all the Wii's last time mm-hmm. are casual gamers the kind of people who. You know, five years later, buy a new console because they really think the Wii U is offering something new. Yeah, or have they already? Are they done with the Wii and don't need a new one?
3: Yeah, the thing that's going to be confusing about it, Nintendo needs to market it like a new system. It will not work with the current Wii. I mean, you yeah. could use your Wii controllers, but you need to buy a new system. Yeah. to really take. Is it backwards
0: of. compatible? Uh, no.
3: It will be, I think, with oh, regular, really? original Wii games. But I just. Oh, the way yeah. they're marketing it, they still need to clarify. No, this is a new system. It's not an add-on.
2: Because in in all the like advertisements and everything, you don't see the console. You just see the the uh, the controller. little tablet thing, right? Yeah, that's all you see. They always see. hide like what the, the actual console is going to look like. It looks like a it looks like you you, you tore an old CD player out of a, out of a, a PC and laid it on the desk, and that's what the new. It's Wii like Wii a looks mini like? strudel
3: oven. You just set it like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. just like yeah. I mean, it's a cool little console. Like I said, I just I'd like to see more game experiences. I mean. Batman was good. Zombie U looked pretty good. Rayman Legends. There's some good games for it, but Nintendo themselves, it almost seems like the push is a little bit dwindled. They yeah. need to do more.
2: Oh, for sure. You
3: know? I mean, Reggie, uh, Reggie Fils-Ame, the Nintendo president appeared on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon last night. They didn't really do much with it at all. Yeah. Showed off like one Ninja minigame and then Zombie U, they turned Jimmy Fallon into a zombie. You know. uh,
2: you're you're wearing a Borderlands 2 shirt, so I, I assume you're really excited about it. Are you, are you at that point where you're like, I've I've seen enough. I know I need this game right now.
3: Oh yeah, I saw like last year back when they were uh, showing it off at uh, Penny Arcade Expo. I yeah. knew this was a quality sequel and everything like that. And I have played bits and pieces over the past few months. New campaign, you know, new characters. Zero the assassin is pretty sweet. You know, it's I really do want it, but you know, it's coming. I'll be patient. Cool. Just a little bit. <laughs> I'll be a little bit patient. I'm waiting
0: for, I think Assassin's Creed 3 looks awesome. Yeah. Which I've one? Ne- Assassin's Creed 3? Yeah,
3: that was actually one of the better games at the show. I've
0: never played it. Oh. I beat the first Assassin's Creed, then I didn't play any of the other ones. But I'm really, The first one sucks. Then I'm, I'm really excited to play this one. It looks yeah. really cool.
3: This one's got a new campaign mode, and from what I've seen, they've done a lot with the controls, so it actually feels a lot better. You took so. a
2: boat. There are sections where you drive a boat. Like what what are they even doing?
3: They're just You're driving a boat. Yeah. they're just I'm making on a boat, you know. Let's game. play the I'm on a boat song while you're playing <laughs> I'm on a boat. Yeah.
0: Remember when Wind Waker you did that? Yeah. And the song would always get stuck in my head when yeah. I played that game.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, I remember that. The game's great though.
3: It is, it is. I think as as it's long, like
0: one of the best uh Forgotten Zelda games.
3: As long as you don't have the kid with a booger hanging out of his nose <laughs> hanging around you, because that was kinda scary. <laughs>
0: And i got to ask, did you see anything
2: about The Last of Us there?
3: Yes. Actually, they, uh, they showed the presentation at the Sony E3 press conference. You know, the one right. where the dude gets his face shot off with Ugh. a shotgun, which is yes. amazing. <laughs> they actually showed behind closed doors a second way to go through the stage. Really? There are multiple ways you could go through it. I mean, you could be sneaky or you could be all-out action. Oh, and man. It's really cool. They, they took us down into a sewer, which is underneath the building, because we got in an elevator, but the elevator cable snapped and we fell into the sewer. What? It's really cool. I mean, it's just Naughty Dog is putting a lot of work into this game, but the only problem is we've got to wait till next year for it. Yeah. yeah which yeah. kind of yeah. stinks. That
2: but You know what? They, those guys put out, like, Uncharted is it, it, among my favorite games of all time. I, I will wait. You know, I waited 12 years for StarCraft II. I can wait a little bit long. You know, <laughs>
6: yeah. <it's
3: not laughs> yeah. A I mean, if they take their sweet time with it, they're going to have a sweet That's game in 2013. What's great
2: about a company like that is that you, you can be more patient because you know when you get it, it's going to be great.
3: Exactly. You know? It'll be well worth the wait. That yes, and uh, they introduced another one the guys who did Heavy Rain. They introduced Beyond Two Souls. Oh, yeah, now. with Ellen that, Page. I know, that looks remarkable, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, from what you saw in the demo. But the thing is, you, you control two different aspects of it. You, you control her character, Jody with like the little prompts, the Heavy Rain right. style button prompts. And then you control the spectral spirit that can go around her, and you oh. can possess people and objects. I didn't And cause distractions, like, like, yeah.
2: In the trailer, there was definitely some, of the, some stuff like that, but it, they didn't explain it.
3: Yeah, they showed like a big 30-minute gameplay demo behind closed doors. Wow. And it was amazing. That's really cool. That's going to be another one for 2013 as well.
2: And that'll be interesting because, you know, Heavy Rain was, was cool. Yeah. And, and I really enjoyed it, but sort of as an experiment where something where there's, a, there's really some more gameplay and you're really doing something like that where you're possessing people and really pulling some shit off. Absolutely. That sounds great.
3: Yeah, I mean, it'll be a great game for 2013, oh, I think. Sure. Yeah, Agreed. Yeah. Very cool.
2: Well, Robert, where can people find you online?
3: Okay, uh, Twitter.com slash the DCD, and I'm also on Facebook. Pretty easy spot there. And you can find my podcast, talkingaboutgames.com, postgame report. And I also do work for. Uh, Several other sites. I'm actually here covering the show for comic book resources. Oh, oh cool. wow. So, cool. Works out right. pretty well.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for stopping by. Well,
3: thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate That's it. That's awesome. And uh, sorry to make you salivate over The Last of Us even more now. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how about? It is. Oh, you did. get a drool oh, yeah, cup yeah. for that man. See,
0: I don't know if it's worse because you've seen it, and yeah. an, but we've only seen the trailers, so it might be better for us.
3: They'll, they'll reveal more footage as it goes on. Just white. Just
0: yeah, it makes me excited. You get a drool
3: cup. <laughs> thanks, wipe, wipe
0: off the mic before you go. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fun. See, I told you it was really interesting. I know. We talked about I, no, games. It was cool. No, I remember. I just, you know. See, my voice is up high now yeah, to make sure that you yeah, can you, tell. You just heard it, so you got amped again. <laughs> cool. So Thanks I mean, all the insider info. Yeah.
5: yeah. It was. Yeah. It cool. was really neat. Someday we will go to E three.
0: We've been. Twice, oh, yeah. Fuck you, kids. Yeah, that's how we rolled when we didn't have any old guys. Back when so, yeah. people could just we go met to E3. Charles
1: Martinet, the voice of uh, Mario, when <laughs> yeah. he held the DS when it was just, or, yeah, the DS oh, was yeah. just a brick.
0: Speaking of the mm. DS, I had my DS shirt, you know that we got that was a prototype of the DS and said "Touch, feel, play." Mm-hmm. And my wife threw that out last week. What? what? Why? Because it was all ratty. But still, it's the principle <laughs> of the matter of her throwing out.
1: You know what? <laughs> And of of deodorant, <laughs> she should be yeah. a better
0: wife and learn how to clean <laughs> laundry. <laughs> oh better.
5: shit! Oh no! Oh, oh. hey, oh, she goes... just punched me in my dick. <laughs> there
6: goes the rest of the listeners.
1: <laughs> um, but I love my These wife. These sexist you know assholes. I actually think I have a second XL. You do? Uh, leftover that I've in storage, so you can. Cool. Have it Thank I, you. I'm gonna I toss it. it out goodwill.
0: <laughs> I, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna wear it around the house. I'm gonna strut in it, and I'll be like, "Babe, look what's back." Touch it, feel it, play it. Now, boom! Then I'll point at my dick, and she'll look, roll her eyes and say, "I won't get any for a week." I'll just, See, this is what it's like when you're married,
1: guys. <laughs> I'll just draw a white arrow pointing down for you. Thank on you, it. thank you.
0: Yeah.
5: But no, the, the problem is the shirt he's going to give you. Also has deodorant stains <laughs> caked onto it. Right on. But that's just the way he stores shirts. He just, you know what I don't want him messers <laughs> deodorant.
6: He folds them <laughs> up.
5: On. He cakes deodorant on the shirt and then sticks it in a ziploc bags and puts. Well, in would his you rather it be sweat hey, stains, hey, hey. stains everywhere. I pee on it
1: first. Okay? <laughs> God.
0: Oh man. So <laughs> what we've been watching this week? I, I only had time to really watch one thing because this is it's, early. it's Wednesday. Um, I watched Abraham Lincoln. Vampire Hunter. Hey, Brad. Go ahead and roll the tra- trailer. Roll, roll the. Tra- you know, we don't want to roll the trailer for this one.
1: For the what we're watching, we've never done that before. I, but yeah, dude, I am Nor special.
5: Should we? I'm just kidding. Um, I nobody wants to listen to the trailer. No, it's a
1: lot of like I've got an axe, and then like there's swishing noises. He quotes some of the Gettysburg Address, and then yeah, yeah it's a
6: whole bunch. Yeah. of... you
0: know the CGI. one thing that is really cool in that movie is Benjamin Walker, who plays Abraham Lincoln, is really good. Yeah, but like, he treats it straight. I said that as if I know. I was, uh, that was more like did. yeah. Uh, they actually found him on Broadway playing another president called Andrew uh bloody Andrew Jackson. Yeah. And so they cast him as Abraham Lincoln and he plays it straight and he's pretty good. Um his hmm. Gettysburg Address is really good. Wow. Um there are parts in the movie that are pretty cool. Um and and you, read, you read the those? book too. I read the book too. Uh my biggest problem, I'm gonna spoil the book for you guys. Um so when you crack it open and you're like at the end you're like "uh eh, fucking Ryan, you ruined this book for me that you'll never read." Uh um, yeah, I'm not
5: going to read it cuz it doesn't have moving pictures in it.
0: Yeah. Th- the problem with the book is it's it's really good until he becomes president of the United States and then it gets really boring. Cuz then he's got to deal with racism. Yeah, no, the racism parts interesting actually, but the the my biggest problem was is Abraham Lincoln has this uh the premise of the story is there's vampires that live among us and Abraham Lincoln's mom in in real life died from I, I don't uh, some uh, fever I might forget which one and it he found out that a vampire killed her so. jungle Ma- jungle fever yes okay she was with a slave I think so That's yeah really interesting <laughs> That's... what is your problem James <laughs> um, I'm trying to tell a serious story here and you, you're trying to tell you, a story you go about a about vampire hunter
6: <laughs> oh um, no
0: so yeah. Anyways, he sees a vampire kill his mom, so then he makes it his vow to kill all vampires. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. And then the whole uh, first like three quarters of the book is him tracking down vampires and learning how to kill them. This movie decides to give him a slave sidekick. Whoa. Um, where yes. there's this weird uh, opening sh- uh, scene where... This, these vampires can go out in the day because they've learned to not get sunburned and whatever. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, 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 that, that's how important it is. So, this, of course, this slave is getting whipped, and uh, Abraham Lincoln sees it, and his dad says, Oh, just turn your eyes, Abraham. And, blah, blah, blah. and then the li- this little black boy tries to stop his dad from getting whipped, and that's Abraham Lincoln's friend. And so ah. he goes and stops. He gets whipped so the little slave boy doesn't get whipped. Um, that sounded really sexual. <laughs> yeah. So, and then they have this really stupid 3D shot of just the crack of the whip coming right at you. So, <laughs> in uh, 2D, it was really obnoxious. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so they I bet gave him 3D it was more obnoxious. Probably. So they gave him a black sidekick that's not in the movie. I mean, not, not in the, in the book. book. Um, he learns how to fight vampires through his uh, this other vampire who hates vampires uh i don't know why it's i like can't read yeah i don't know why i can't remember the character's name right now um but anyways you, i don't <laughs> and uh i've read the book and seen the movie i can't remember the they vampires. All, they name. All get... <laughs> uh, so anyways he th- th- the point of the book is he can't be seen with the vampires can't kill other vampires so he has to have abraham lincoln kill vampires for him ah. um, so there's some really cool scenes of him killing vampires there's a scene where that is in the book where abraham lincoln sees what they do with slaves is the vampires purchase the slaves and they feed off of them. And that's why they're in the South and that's why they want slavery. So they always have food. So it makes it easy for them yeah. to eat people. Um, so there's a really cool um, like ballroom scene where all the vampires are eating people. And then Abraham Lincoln comes in and starts chopping off heads. And it's really cool. And it's visually cool. Cause it's a guy who did wanted. And, uh, but, but the thing that really sucked was, uh, eh, is oh. it's rated R, but you really don't see any like cool gratuitous violence in it. It seems like it's neutered, and even the blood is black, and it, it's just really off looking. Do they swear? Or are there are there like I boobs? Re- there is there's this really stupid boob shot where Abraham Lincoln goes to kill the vampire that killed his mom. He doesn't know that he's a vampire yet, and there's a dead topless girl underneath his like desk. Just because they were like, well, yeah, we got they, an R, so we yeah, so to we all... might as well
5: put boobs in it. Yeah, that's um, always disappointing.
0: Yeah, and then they they try to make it more grand than the book was, and it really there's some really cool scenes, but it just the movie was just really meh. Hmm. And they always had like fog and dust kicking up, and like the huge action action sequences for 3D. So my guess is they didn't have enough money for the CG, so they just would put fog and dust to make it look like it was cool in 3D. Yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, and, but the one thing I I did like is at the end of. In the book, Abraham Lincoln talks about how much he hates vampires and he hates everything about them. But then he ends up being turned into a vampire at the end. And he's listening to Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech because he's going to hunt vampires forever. It's just stupid because the one thing Abraham Lincoln hates and he's turned into one is what's going to make him a vampire. And in this one, they, they actually have an end with him talking to his vampire friend. And he's going to the play where he gets, um, unfortunately, is assassinated at Ford's Theater. And the last shot is him riding a carriage and going away. Mm. So that to me is way better than, yeah, you know, because it leaves it uh, a little bit mysterious. And I just hated that he turned into a vampire in the book. So yeah, uh, if you're bored and you want to be more bored, you can go see Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I wasn't that impressed with it. Yeah, I, that's too bad. I, I wish it'd be like scarier and there'd be more gore in. it is it's a cool high concept and it's a it's a
5: shame anytime that it is one of those gets squandered because like there are there are movies
0: out there i would love for them to make that
5: are like that that they're never going to make because these movies never turn out quite
6: no
0: i mean that movie i think costs 80 million and it's not going to even come close to making its money back yeah um yeah and like i said seth graham smith actually that movie had the same kind of pacing as dark shadows which he also wrote yeah or the pacing bad? Is, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a part where uh, Abraham Lincoln finds out his contact for vampires is a vampire. And Abraham Lincoln is a- away. I forget. I fucking forget. I just saw this movie like four days ago. He's away, and then he finds out that. And then it cuts to his friend, like, feeding on a dude who's about to rape a chick yeah because he's a good vampire, okay right, but then Abraham Lincoln happens to be in that alley and happens to see him feeding on this guy oh, weird is it's stupid. Brian vaughn has got this script
5: called Knight's Tale, mm-hmm. Knight's Table, that he's been you know trying to shop around for years. The idea of which is that um they have to like something comes back like some dragons or something comes back, and the only people who can fight it are knights and the, so the knights that they get are current knights so it's like you know sir patrick stewart and oh, nice. sir you know ian mckellen and all of the current actual knights and then those guys have to like fight bad guys
3: which That'd is an cool. awesome
5: idea for a movie but it's the same kind of thing where it's like it's this you know big concept that is is really hard to actually execute um so it's a shame that that
0: movie isn't good and Mary elizabeth winstead's in it and she's married Ooh. todd it doesn't make any sense, though, because oh. she's cute, and Mary Todd was ugly as shit. Yes, she was. Yeah, yeah, she was. Maybe she gets, like, mangled by a vampire. <laughs> no, she does have her revenge on a vampire that killed her little boy. Uh, whoa, what? Well, uh, spoilers. Uh, In in real life, Abraham Lincoln's little boy, Willie, died yeah. of the same thing his mother did, as some sickness, maybe syphilis or something. I yeah. Don't know, but, and so, again, a vampire bit him and made him die. Oh if Abraham Lincoln wasn't a vampire hunter then it never would have happened oh
5: man that's a see that's a, that's a cool story that is a dark twisted story it's yeah, not told very well in the movie though man yeah hey james what have you been watching this week um well first of all i got a chance with my family to finally watch the uh the hd versions of the star trek enterprise or star trek next generation oh, episodes yeah, yeah, yeah. they did that thing where they released it's actually three a taste ep- yeah it's called generation. it's called the next level um, and it's yeah, it's actually only three episodes, but the first one is the the pilot, which is two parts, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the one that we watched. And man, it looks—I can't believe how beautiful really? it looks. Yeah, because uh, all of the shots. Th- the deal is, is that because it was it was shot on film for TV, and then they did the shot, the CG effects composite in post. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not something that you can go back to that original film and just. You know, shine light through it and get an HD Im- image of. They had to go back and like touch up frame by frame mm-hmm. uh, all of this the um, special effects shots. So they so have all- to redo all the special effects. They, they're not really re- uh, as I understand it. They're not actually redone. Um, I, or I don't think so. It's the same. It's the same shots, but somehow they were able to go back and and you know brighten it all up and make everything look better. Cause everything looks exactly the same. Like I, it's not, it's not just that they went in and did like CG versions of stuff. It's that they went in and took the, the footage of the models and everything mm-hmm. and then did a, an HD conversion of that and then recomposited the two back together. So I I that's how I understand well, it. Well, that's There's cool a, that they took that much time on yeah. a TV show though because Well, and it's the thing is they we never really thought it was going to happen cuz it's going to be so expensive that what they did was they did these four episodes and released them on Blu-ray um sort of as under other circumstances I would think this was kind of shady. It feels like nerd baiting where it's like, well, you guys are fans, uh and we know you'll eat this shit up, so mm-hmm. put this out. But it's actually just that they wanted to sell it. And it's pretty cheap. It's like 14 bucks for the Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, And all of that money they can then spend on doing the rest of the se- series. Well, so it makes sense. the first
0: season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It works. But,
5: uh, but, yeah, it takes a lot of money. And so they they put this thing out early to show you, like, this is what it's going to look like. Please spend some money on this so that we can do the whole thing. And it looks amazing. Um awesome. and I was I was actually surprised at how much I loved that first episode. It's the encounter at Farpoint, which is Q shows up and So the the episode holds up really well. I mean Yeah, I think I think what, so. When did that um, come out? Ninety two, ninety one? No, earlier than that, wasn't it? Do you remember when Next Gen first aired? Eighty seven. Eighty seven, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's what I thought. Um Uh, so yeah, it's, it's great. If you're a fan of star Trek, I highly recommend go get it on Amazon and watch it. They're just, they're gorgeous. Um, especially you'll see, uh, that for the first time that you'll see the enterprise, like go across your big TV screen in HD. You're just like, holy shit. This is (laughs) real. Like I am watching something really in space. Um, and even, even the giant, like jellyfish thingy looks pretty cool. Um, so, uh, I also watched uh, Some like It Hot, which you nice. recommended and, and lent me. Uh, and actually, I haven't quite finished it yet because I was watching it right as we were leaving, so I've got like ten minutes left. But it's awesome. It is,
0: man. That movie is so much fun. Uh, and like, like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't really describe it because there's just like little funny parts in it. Yeah, but cause I, I don't know
5: the you know the plot itself is fairly simple, so it's really just it's all resting on these scenes and the way that those scenes are done by jack lemon and um and tony curtis and it's it's so much fun like, like and, did and you Maryland, know tony curtis was that fun like no i had no idea no i didn't i mean i knew jack lemon was but yeah uh because he's, he's always been one of my favorites but uh all those scenes and it, it almost feels like they just sort of come up with the idea of like they wake up on the train and and sugar comes down and gets in bed with with uh jack lemon's character and then they decide they're gonna have drinks and then all of the girls end up getting together and it feels like they just kept filming and kept having fun and having these good lines and like hey what if what if you did this and what if you did that like that scene goes on for a a silly amount of time um especially for basically nothing to be achieved by it uh but it just it's always entertaining Um, yeah
0: but what's great too is every time they cut away and then they cut back to the bunk there's more chicks in it yeah and they're all <laughs> drinking and smoking
5: and-, and Jack Lemmon's character is just so much fun. Cause he yeah. like this, uh, I don't want to necessarily call him a womanizer, but he's the guy who has the hardest time pretending he is a girl. In, in fact, he's got this running joke where, mm-hmm. where, uh, uh, Tony Curtis will remind him like, you're just keep telling yourself, I'm a girl, I'm a girl, yeah. I'm a girl. And then when um, he's uh,
0: doing that dance because he got engaged. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. and he's brilliant. so excited that yeah. he got engaged to a dude, but <laughs> then he has to remind himself, I'm a boy, I'm a
5: boy, <laughs> yeah.
6: I'm a boy.
0: Oh, it's and so the part much fun. I, uh, part of our, the part I forgot to mention last week is the the little bellhop that's in it. Who uh, <laughs> He has a line where he's trying to pick up Tony Curtis's character as a woman. And he says, "Just how I like 'em, big and strong." Because <laughs> <laughs> Tony Curtis is a big guy. It's oh man, it's hilarious. Yeah. So to repeat what
5: Brad Ryan said last week, you should you should check this out if you've never seen it. If you have, uh, go get the DVD. Is this the first that. movie
0: you've seen with Marilyn Monroe?
5: Uh, no, I mean it's the first one I've seen in a long time. Um, I've seen I can't even remember which one it is. Uh, I'd have to look through her bio, even um, though. I was but actually I, surprised I seen much many. I liked her, though. I did too. Yeah, and she's I she really, was really good. She's really good on screen. Um, yeah, and she was somebody that, because of the the sort of mythos around her at this point, uh, she's somebody that I sort of um, maybe undervalue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. like I see because she's become this whole sex symbol that now I think of her and I'm just like, yeah. Eh, Marilyn Monroe
0: but then you can see um, when you watch her actually yeah, okay, I can I totally see like yeah absolutely, absolutely and I love that wow <laughs> wow 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 every time she was on screen it was yeah. Really great yeah it's
5: good Um, and then uh, the newsroom started this week on HBO which is the Aaron Sorkin created show about a guy who who's, who's Aaron Sorkin Aaron Aaron Sorkin I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> you told for a second I was like I know what I, do don't. you mean what do you mean? Who's Aaron Sorkin? Anyway, uh, one of my favorite writers, in fact, the fact that he, Aaron Sorkin is compared to David Mamet so much is why I started watching David Mamet movies. Gotcha. So, um,
0: you should be a presidential speech, speechwriter. Remember some of his speeches on the West wing.
5: Great. No, I actually, the West wing I'm thinking right now might be the next show I start watching because I've never seen it. Um, Anyway, so he started the, the newsroom. Uh Jeff Daniels is the main character. El- Emily Mortimer, I believe it's Emily yeah. Mortimer, is uh plays his new executive producer um on on his news show cuz he he runs like a, you know, an hour long show on a CNN like channel where he just sits and talks about the news. Um like a Rachel Maddow kind of a show. Sure. Um and Alison Pill is like she <laughs> we we get introduced to Alison Pill's character and she admits that she was she was an intern and then she got promoted to his assistant only because one day he thought she was his assistant. And so that was then her job. Uh, And she's great. um, And she is anyway, basically what's going on is that he, he has this show, but he's kind of turned in. People keep calling him the, um, the Jay Leno of news guys uh, because he's just gotten so soft. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, by comparison to like an Edward R. Moreau, Mm -hmm. like we talked about last week, Um, he is, he is pretty soft. So the, um, there's this, there's this like conference that he's at and he's talking and this guy keeps pressing him on this question about why America is the greatest country in the world. Um, because this college student asked him the question and she keeps pressing him on it and pressing him on it. And finally he just sort of blows up and, and gives this long speech about like, you know, this is this is what's wrong. this is what could be could be better and it boils down to this idea of like America is not the greatest country in the world, but it can be uh and that's what he's trying to say, but he never quite gets it across and so some people hate him for it, some people love him for it, but what ends up happening is that he and Emily Mortimer get together again and try to create the the very best news show that they can mm-hmm. uh and it ends up they don't admit this at this onset, but you figure out that it's set. Right before the oil spill in the Gulf, and so his show is the one that sort of um, catches that story early and promotes it and turns it into a big deal before anybody else is even really talking about it as an uh, like an environmental disaster. Uh, and it's just fascinating. All the all the characters are really well built. Uh, there's all these little interplays between them that make the, uh, every scene between two characters really interesting because they they each have a slightly different relationship um and this is all in like what ends up being like an hour and five minute episode uh and of course it's got aaron sorkin dialogue so it's genius um it's just fun to watch so i you should do yourself a favor you can watch the first episode for free online hbo did that uh go check it out even if only to watch like the first scene because jeff daniels is amazing um i've seen some people criticize it as saying that they don't they they feel like they need to like the, Jeff Daniels' character in order to like the show, and that he's not entirely, entirely likable, which is true, but I disagree. I think that the fact that you don't really like him is part of why it's so good. Um, so it was pretty much everything that I was hoping it would be, uh, and I'm really excited to keep watching it. Um, and then the last thing I saw was Moonrise Kingdom. I got a chance. Yay!
1: <laughs> I can talk about it with somebody for
5: once. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I... I can't say that I loved it. Um, boo, go home. <laughs> <laughs> I I enjoyed it, and I, I I was always being entertained by it. But at the same time, it's one where I feel like Wes Anderson's style starts to slightly get in the way of him actually telling the story well, because he films it like he films it like one of those documentaries that they showed to kids in 1974. You know what I mean? Like the just I don't even know what it is he's doing, but the way he the way he lights it, whatever he's filming on.
1: That's um, what I think is cool about it, is it looks like that, I, yeah.
5: I do too. I know I think it's really cool, but I think the problem is is that I because of that I'm slightly distracted away from connecting to those characters in the way that I should. Um and I also um I think it's uh it's a tall order to ask children to do Wes Anderson dialogue.
1: Does that make sense? Oh, um, I thought they shined in it but go on
5: i i there were scenes where i felt like especially when i when we first met the kids where i was like oh no i'm going to hate this like i really felt like they because the way he writes his dialogue is that there are two people having a conversation but it feels like they're having two different conversations like they don't it's not one person says something and the other person says something in in as a in response to that it's like they're both talking about two different things almost which is great in his other movies but in this one it just felt like they would cut to the kid, and the kid would say the line, and the line doesn't really make sense in context. Really? Um, yeah. I,
1: don't, I, I didn't uh, get that at all. I felt like part, part of the characters themselves are that they're just so quirky that you know, yeah, it seems like... I never felt like they were just like saying the lines that they were supposed to say. Yeah. I mean, like when
5: I watch Royal Tenenbaums, where that's true, I feel like those characters are quirky, but well-realized and... and Hmm. solid characters, whereas these w- were always just a little bit um, loose to me. There's hmm. also... There is an event and I can't... I don't want to spoil it because I, I think the Ryan should see it because I think it's, it, is a, it is a good movie. Um, it's just not going to be one of my favorites of the year. Um, but there is an event near the end of the movie, which I find completely pointless uh, and sort of annoying. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Like Wes about. Anderson movies. No, well... It's something that actually it's it's something that I believe happens in Fantastic Mr. Fox.
1: I was going to say um, I think the scene you're referencing it looks like, yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox, yeah, yeah,
5: exactly, and um, and it happens, and I'm just like, wh- why did that have to happen? I don't know what the point there was. I think it, especially in the end, it starts just, it it knows that it needs to. Um, I like what it accomplishes, but yeah, it, it is a little bizarre. But I think the whole third act really is a little bit misguided because i think the beginning of the third act there are some characters who sort of turn around like they throughout the movie they don't really like our main characters and then all of a sudden they like our main characters they figure it out yeah there's a scene um in an in an awkwardly placed building can i say that to you there's a scene in an awkwardly placed building and those people decide hey we actually should like these kids uh and that to me should really be the climax and then, once that happens, it should, that should be like the thing that we rally behind. Uh, that Once that really sort of kicks off the third act, and once that happens, it's like, well, we're just trying to get to the end. It's not really like we're finding the end. Um, but it's still, that's me just trying to explain why it never really hit me and my soul. Uh, it's still interesting and fun, and if you like Wes Anderson movies, you should go see it, because it's beautiful. It really is a pretty movie, um, but not the thing I was hoping it would be, unfortunately. That's cool. Sorry, Brad. Why are you hitting me? Stop hitting me. Click. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Start that review over with this guy. He was the best movie I've ever no, seen. That's fine. You know. no, yeah. I, yeah, I respect art and its different interpretations. So, like yeah. I said, I didn't, I didn't see those characters the way you saw them. So,
5: and it's still, man, I love the way he shoots stuff. His his attention to symmetry and then attention to asymmetry is unbelievable. Like it makes his movies really interesting to watch um
1: how'd you feel about the very very end where they named the uh spot that they were hanging out i hate the title of this movie i really hate the title i it makes no sense
5: um that scene explains that no it's not a scene well that shot explains it i mean it tells you yeah it tells you like oh the, the the title is in reference to this place yeah but the term moonrise kingdom has no explanation like i kept expecting there to be a story that they told about like you know the, something. The movie,
1: that gives the movie that, is the story. and because kids fight. came up with it, they just come up with random titles that sound cool to them.
5: So. Yeah, I would have liked to see that scene where those two kids named it that because I think that would actually be more interesting and and give it that weight. I'll tell um, you what,
0: guys, I'll go see it and I'll be the deciding vote if this movie's good or not.
5: Oh no! Well, we both <laughs> said it's good. I <laughs> no, just no, I, yeah, I, I think it's good. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll yeah, I think it's I think it, I think it <laughs> needs a better title. That's all. I think, uh, yeah.
1: Heresy. Go on.
5: <laughs> anyway, that's everything I watched. How you doing, Brad? Uh, <laughs> he's doing ger eight. If you want, you can just tell us like a couple of things you watched. It's like 120
1: and then... degrees outside for the past two weeks. And I have a cold. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You can uh, save
5: okay. it. And watch about, we'll talk about it next week.
1: Nah, cause I have a lot of stuff and I don't want to forget it. So <laughs> uh, I'll start with the fact that AMC is kind of on a break. Yeah. Um, with any cool new stuff, so uh I started watching uh uh twenty four season three again because nice. I've been trying to get my mom to finish twenty four mm. for like the longest time and uh t- season three is my favorite season and I've seen it twice before and it's uh it's still awesome except this next time around I've noticed that i think around episode six when the like the initial plot changes and, and it's revealed that it was all set up to start this other plot um, by Jack Bauer and CTU. Seems a little far fetched, especially like watching now not, you know like which character does what and, like which ones are bad and which ones are heroes. It's like yeah, so Gaël holds a gun to Kim's head, and, like holds her hostage in that one back CTU room, <laughs> and. Like, I imagine that wasn't like Jack Bauer would have a lot of offense to that. Like, he's so protective of Kim. So, you could protect her from the mountain lion. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, but yeah, just, I understood that joke <laughs> watching again. Like, knowing that, and this is he's been out forever, so spoiler, whatever. Yeah, but of course. um, I mean, I haven't seen it. Like, the fact that him and Tony and Gaël all really convincingly act like they didn't know what was going on yet. Jack Bauer arranged for the body to show up for health services and then they go to try like they're really adamant about finding Kyle Singer, even though they know he doesn't have the virus to begin with because they brought the body. To oh the man, I'm US. trying to
0: remember. I haven't seen that season forever.
1: Yeah, it's the it's the chemical terrorism one, so there's a body infected with the Cordelia virus. It shows up on the Los Angeles Health Services oh, that's doorstep.
0: Right. It's just dropped off, right?
1: Yeah, and everyone's like, um, what's the Salazars did it, but um it turns out that Jack Bauer delivered like got someone else like got some organization to deliver it so that he could set up the Salazars so that he could break them out of prison so he could get back undercover with them after he already got him incarcerated, so he's trying to regain his trust. It's like, why did you even turn him in the first place? I, so after watching it a couple of times, you just kind of start to doubt the logic of the thing. But it's still tons of fun because the first four episodes leading up to that, my mom was like really into it. And then when that twist happens where it reveals that were, CT was behind the whole thing sort of undercover to begin with, she's like, whatever. <laughs> I really liked Alias.
0: I love 24
5: Yeah, and so, I still love
1: it, but...
0: I'm going to have to watch that show
5: one of these days, but... Should. That sounds yeah. like the most convoluted thing I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> there are some <laughs> convoluted parts of the series, especially yeah. when, like, each season has a... Like, c has the worst hiring screen because <laughs> there's a mole in every season. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, still awesome. And then um, I also saw Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Oh, did you? Yeah. Was it good? I've heard middling things about it on the internet. It's not as funny as ex- expected. It's actually kind of a... Romantic movie, Huh. Like a date movie, huh? So,
5: did you go by yourself? Yes. Aww. Not That's knowing it's the a date movie, I going was like, to a just going to a date movie alone is the saddest thing in the world.
1: Hey, fun, sarcastic end of the world movie. Yeah. And then, like halfway through, it's like don't want to reveal everything, but it, it turns <laughs> into like a love story. So, anyway.
5: no, I kind of figured that out from the, the. I mean, the the trailer makes it look like more of a comedy, but I knew there was going to be a romance thing to it
1: the part that fascinated me fascinated me the most was like seeing how people reacted to the end of the world that weren't the main characters Mm. so they dealt with stuff like riots and um like travel and complications and some other stuff like that was really cool it got me thinking about like if i was in that situation like what would i do would i you know if i was far away would i want to go try to get home to see family or something or would it be fine would you just like pick
5: yourself pick somebody to kill
1: like, yeah, like if uh, streets were so dire, I would probably just like phone home, but still be comfortable with like just being alone with some music or something. Um, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't
5: like find that one person you don't like and kill them.
1: <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing it. For I'm me, not saying I would. Bono. Why waste that energy? The asteroid's gonna do it.
5: Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's the thing. Like, this is your one. Like you know, no no consequences. You could just kill that dude.
1: And then finally, um, I've been I've I, I'm on the end of season or volume two of Batman: The anime Series. Wow, I made some headway. Yeah, I cranked through a bunch of them. Wait, well, he's been sick. Yeah, um, the episode I want to highlight in this episode is that uh, there's a one called uh, I am the Knight. I am the Knight. Yes, and it's about uh. It starts out with Batman sitting in the Batcave, um, looking at a newspaper that says the Penguin has been acquitted of all charges again. he's like, why do I do this? You know, I win battle after battle yet. I'm not winning the war on crime. You know, what's the point of this? Yeah. And Alfred's like, like, yeah, oh, no, you're doing great. You know, the world needs you and stuff. And um, so Batman's supposed to be at this uh, sting operation with Gordon and Bullock uh, for this gangster called the Jazzman. So, before he goes to that, though, he takes a break and goes to Crime Alley to drop the roses for his parents. Ah. And while he's at Crime Alley, there's this, um, kind of a vagrant kid trying to swindle some, uh, you know, tourists out of their money. Yeah. Um, and then he, that guy runs into some gang members (laughs) who want to kick his ass and steal the money that he swindled.
5: Like The Sting. The exact plot of the movie, The Sting.
1: Uh, And then, um... Batman intervenes, saves him, delivers him to Leslie Tompkins at her hospital. You know, hey, take this kid in, show him the path to being a good guy. Um, And then that whole episode delays him from getting to the sting operation with Bullock and Ah. Gordon. So by the time Batman gets there, they're already in a firefight and Gordon gets shot. Uh, And then... uh, Batman, like, has to visit him in the hospital. He's like, you know, if I wasn't... If you weren't saving that kid. If I wasn't saving that kid, and, like, uh, you know, I I can't save anybody, you know, what happens if Robin dies next, or uh, 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 Barbara Gordon gets shot, like, I can't protect everybody. Like, this is a futile effort. And then um, he stops being Batman. And then Robin's like, no, you, you gotta be Batman. Like, I look up to you, and... um. You know, you can't worry about us. Like we're in this fight because you know we look up to you, and you know what happens to us is just you know is our own fault and stuff. And so that convinces him to put on the suit again, and um, he stops the jazz man. The jazz man escapes and tries to kill Gordon at the hospital, and uh, hmm. Batman s- saves him there. So all's good again. But yeah, it's it's cool to see like this episode where Batman's really introspective about being Batman. Yeah. Instead of just like trying to track down a killer or something. Yeah. So
5: oh, that's cool. Yep. Is that before does uh does that series actually tell the story of like how like how many Robins are in that series? Doesn't doesn't one of the Robins go off and become Nightwing in that series or does yeah. that Yeah.
1: uh volume 4 of the DVDs like I said all the episodes are out of order so yeah. like in season 1 Robins there even though I don't think he doesn't show up until like season 2 or something. Oh okay. But um yeah by I think by the end of the third season actually I looked at the episode guide online the first season's like 40 episodes and then 2 3 and 4 are all like five or ten. Oh wow yeah really short huh um but yeah he it's dick grayson to begin with and then right by the last volume he's nightwing he's nightwing because yeah, they, they
0: have the episode where it's a flying grayson's right yeah grayson's yeah, yeah they that do that too uh, harder uh, robin's yeah.
1: reckoning yeah it's also a good one too because it doesn't just like it's it's non-linear like he's already robin but it flashes back right because uh batman's been tracked the guy who kills which I actually, I think I talked to is Thomas Wilson. Thomas F. Will, Biff. Plays, oh, yes. He's right. the guy in that episode. of kills. Yeah.
5: I just never remember his name is
1: Thomas F. Wilson. Ever since he did that, he's been on the lam, changing his identity over and over again. Batman's been tracking him, right. but I, he hasn't I, been able to find him. Yeah, so, I remember that
5: episode. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, once uh, Dick Grayson finds out that this guy, like Batman's on to him, he's like, I want to catch him. So, but Batman won't let him because he knows, like, you're not ready to do it Mm. Yeah, it ends pretty well. And then there's also the Mad Love episode that I came across as uh, where Harley and Ivy team up. Oh, that's yeah. It's really good one. <laughs> yeah. kicks her out.
5: Oh, it's awesome. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, man, he'll put in.
5: See, I can even do Harley Quinn, guys. That one is actually not bad. <laughs> For a dude doing Harley Quinn,
0: that one, not bad at all. So, yeah, it's a fun episode. Cool. And that's all I watched. Cool. Awesome. So, guys, we saw an advanced screening of
1: Ted today. We did. Brad, should people go see Ted? Absolutely, people over seventeen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there
5: were a lot of kids in that showing. James should people go see Ted well, for sure, um, yeah, I loved it, and even if you're somebody like me who's not a big family guy fan, I think it's great, and it was frickin sweet <laughs> 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 And the impression
0: dies a slow
6: Mm -hmm. horrible death. Mm -hmm.
0: There. Oh, oh,
5: oh, oh, Mm -hmm. oh,
1: there it goes.
0: Hey, Brad, roll the Red Band trailer. I know you can find it. You found one for That's My Boy. I was shocked when I heard that. That was awesome.
4: You got a pop lock? Pass it over. Take it back. You got it. Ah! Oh. Oh. Oh, God, I'm so sorry.
6: No, I'm fine. I'm fine.
4: John.
1: I'm Lori.
2: I really don't. Oh,
4: 35 man. years old and you're still scared of a little
3: thunder. I am not! Thunder Buddies for life, right Johnny? Fucking right. All right, come on, let's sing the thunder song. All right. Wait. When you hear the sound of thunder, don't you get too scared. Just grab your thunder buddy and say these magic words. Fuck you thunder, you can suck my dick. You, you can't get me thunder cause you're just God's farts. <sighs> <sighs>
4: I'm taking Lori to dinner. You don't think she's gonna be expecting something big, do you? What, like anal? No, like fucking circular gold thing on the finger. Oh fuck that! It's, it's been four
2: years, Johnny. You and me have been together for 27 years. Where's my ring? Huh? Where's my ring, asshole?
3: Stop Where's it. my ring, motherfucker? Come on! Put it on my fuzzy That's finger, right. you fuck! All right, Come on! All right, all
6: right.
2: I'm only saying this because I love you. you please ask Ted to move out so we can move on with our lives.
4: I'm not that psyched to just like kick him out.
3: I met a girl. She's a cashier.
4: No way. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's where we'll draw the line. Well, what's her name? White trash name. Yes. Mandy. Nope. Marilyn. Nope. Brittany. Nope. Tiffany. Nope. Candace. Nope. Don't fuck with me on this. I'm, I know this shit. Do you see me fucking with you. I'm not All I'm, right, speed run. I'm gonna rattle off some names when I hit you it. Fucking buzz it, okay? I will tell you. Got you got me? Yeah. All right, Brandy, Heather, Channing, Brianna Amber, Sabrina, Melody, Dakota, Sierra, Bambi, Crystal, Samantha, Autumn, Ruby, Taylor, Tara, Tammy, Lauren, Charlene, Chantel, Courtney, Misty, Jenny, Krista, Mindy, Noel, Shelby, Trina, Reba, Cassandra, Nikki, Kelsey, Shauna, Jolene, Earlene, Claudia, Savannah, Casey, Dolly, Kendra, Collie, Chloe, Devin, Emma Fucking Becky. Nope. Wait, was it any one of those names with a Lynn after it? Yes. Okay.
6: Brandy Lynn. Heather Lynn. Tammy Lynn. Fuck! How you like now? now?
5: now? now? Talk <laughs> about a funny movie. Yeah, man, this was so much fun. You know, it's this really is like the movie that should way be the
0: hangover.
1: Way funnier than the uh, television or green band trailers would have you believe. Absolutely. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. And how amazing is the bear in it? Oh yeah. The CG is,
1: is great.
5: Like a character is unbelievable. And shoot, I tried to remember what the name of the uh, company was, but it wasn't one We know it was something creative. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he looks so good. It was, that was a little
1: sketchy at the beginning, but towards the end, especially in the climax. Scenes, yeah. Like I think that the, really... like
5: when he's a kid, that one is a little bit of a CG character, but later on, like when they're sitting on
0: the couch together, I'm like, that's a, that's a frigging stuffed yeah. bear sitting there. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. Uh, it was really funny at the beginning when in uh, one Patrick Stewart's narrating it, it <laughs> I, I didn't know i didn't get that from the trailers yeah but as this story started and he was narrating i'm like holy shit that's patrick stewart yeah uh so that was really cool so it's a lot of the, it's a lot of the family guy oh family. i'd say all it's those people that Seth Macfarlane the Seth mcpherson 90% of the people with, in that are yeah alex Borenstein is the uh the mom she was in good uh good night and good luck actually Ooh.
1: she's a secretary in it patrick warburton's in it he's mm-hmm. obviously joe is Ralph Garman
5: ever in Family Guy? Because Ralph Garman, yeah, in the movie, in it, it which does, was cool, does
1: voices, yeah, oh, voices okay. for characters who just show cool. up, and stuff.
0: Because he was he was great, yeah, <laughs> like the greased up deaf guy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. the the movie was really funny, and I, I don't know. It it's it hard for me to. I don't know. It's it, it's interesting for me
5: because uh, we were talking about this afterwards, but I don't know, I haven't really liked Family Guy pretty much since it got can since it came back from being canceled, um, because I felt like. It it got I'm on that Cartman side of the argument where I watch the show and I'm just like, you're not even writing anymore. Like you're just coming up with little skits you think are funny and then finding a way to tie it all together so you can have those cutaway jokes. I mean, the jokes are funny and I will watch it and I will laugh. But I don't know. I don't love it the way that I love a lot of funny cartoon shows. Mm -hmm. Um, And they he still does that in this movie. He'll do these little sort of cutaways, but they're justified a whole lot better i think um and and it but it is it's the same kind of thing like when they're it is when they're having a conversation about when they met and we get a flashback and a very traditional flashback to the story of how they met and then he thinks of like his idea of how they met and it's totally it's a family guy joke which I is mean, a,
6: a
0: parody of airplane parodying saturday night fever yeah <laughs> um <laughs> which is ridiculous it is um but, yeah, it was
5: great. And they every time that they do that, it's But And I think because the the plot itself
0: that's tying it all together is more solid. It is. Um, and, you know, when you're given a, a chance to breathe sometimes, yeah, it helps out. I mean, the movie is probably an hour and 45 minutes. So you can kind of create an arc so it's not yeah. trying to cram so many jokes. And I, I, for one, I still love Family Guy. I still laugh and I think it's hilarious. Yeah. And my wife can't stand it. But I, <laughs> I uh, get really excited when the new DVDs come out because I have Family Guy, like, marathons and a lot of it was really funny um oh yeah Um, just it was just clever and mark Wahlberg, every time i you think you wouldn't like him yeah every time you see him in a movie you kind of like him in a movie
5: and honestly you kind of think you wouldn't like him in this movie because he's such a man child Mm -hmm. and his behavior a lot of the times is obnoxious but there's something about the way he does it um the way he plays that character that you kind of you 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 just are always on his side. Yeah. Uh, and I think that also has to do with Mia Kunis, like the fact that Mia Kunis is always on his side. You're like, okay, there is something there's always something redeemable for, uh, about him. So you it's easy for you to root for him.
1: Well, he's, he's straightforward and honest about everything and he always has like yeah. a goofy comeback to comeback line to yeah. lighten up the mood.
5: But I mean, he's also a complete like layabout fuck up kind of a dude yeah um which i have a hard time rooting for that but at the same time that's what the movie is about the movie is about this guy who has to
0: grow up because he literally still has a teddy bear that he keeps around with him um but i mean there's parts of the movie where he delivers lines that are just classic My, my favorite one of my favorite lines actually from the movie is uh mia kunis is following him and yelling at him from her car and asking him if he wants to ride home, he, and he says, "No. If I get raped, it's probably just the clothes I'm wearing. <laughs> so know, it's, it's my
5: fault for what I'm wearing." Yes,
0: he says yeah. it's so nonchalant, <laughs> and it's just a wonderful delivery of that
6: yeah, line. Absolutely.
1: Or but, when uh, he's talking to Joel McHale. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> his delivery of—he's of, he's calling him out on uh, you know hitting on his girl. <laughs> what does Joel McHale say? He, like, do you have a problem with that? He's like. uh, uh I do, from, and from I kind of wish you'd die of uh, Lou Gehrig's disease over it. Like, well, he gets it's very so serious. Honest, he's like, from yeah. one
0: man to another, I just want you to know that I wish you'd die of Lou
5: Gehrig's disease.
1: And honestly, i <laughs> like, oh, shit. I love
0: Joe McKell's entrance, too. Oh, because damn. just the way he came in, and you had that really smug look on his face. <laughs> yeah. and, called him uh, the wrong so name. He's and, old, and, yeah. His whole character is just great. Yeah, I say, um, yeah, why don't you come in my house? It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> Here's all my Oh yeah, stuff. the thing—the thing, the here's thing
6: some of art. him. <laughs> yeah, here's some art.
0: Do you get it? <laughs> <And> he
6: says, <laughs> and "Do the, you get it?" And, yeah, and the
0: camera stayed on him for a couple yeah. of beats. You know, it wasn't just a. And I couldn't. So you could look at it. In yeah, yeah,
5: I was gonna say. I was like, I couldn't help it, but look at the art and be like, "Do I get that?" What's it <laughs> yeah. supposed to be? It looks like there's a hand holding a shoe.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. what was the first? Oh, the baseball bat.
5: Yeah, right. the ba- yeah. Wade Boggs baseball. And he, uh, that thing he does when he does it a couple times where he'll he'll want to comment on something, so he'll he'll say something over his shoulder, <laughs> yeah, out of the yeah. side of his mouth, <laughs> and then that's uh, just great. It's great. It is. The whole movie is really funny. Yeah, I mean, I especially
0: for a like raunchy, rated R comedy, I'm sure it's the, the best one I've seen all year. Especially because it's so high concept too. Yeah, um, you know that's the thing with. Uh, Anything Seth MacFarlane does, whether it's Family Guy, American Dad, or the Cleveland Show, there's always one character on it where it's just goofy. Uh, you know, in Family Guy, Brian and Stewie talk, in American Dad, the fish, and he has uh, the fish alien. talks, and the alien, and then in Cleveland Show, he has bears that live across the street, and they're all integrated just like it's normal. Yeah, that there's nothing special about it.
5: Which I was actually surprised. One of the things I liked about the trailer was the fact that they never made a point about about about. Um, the fact that he was a talking bear, and they don't for most of the movie, but there is that scene when he gets turned turned into the bear, and he goes to tell his parents, and they like jump on the counter, and Ralph Ralph Garman's like, "Get my gun!"
6: Yeah, is, <laughs> is it a, a hugging a, gun? Is it a hugging, <laughs> it a hugging gun? A hugging gun?
5: <laughs> oh man, that's so good. And I think uh, you know if we can really get into spoilers and talk about the third act,
1: um, spoilers. It, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, it um, are you like me where you kind of felt like you kind of wanted Ted to stay dead. There was definitely make, a part make of the me movie even weightier.
5: There was, well, there was, I was really, I was really yeah. divided because I was like, well, I I think that, yeah, it would be a really good ending if like, man, they fucking killed the bear. Like it was so heavy. It would be at more poignant for the uh,
0: Mia Kunis's character. Because yeah. She's the
5: one who didn't want him around. Right. But at the same time, kind of wanted a sequel. So yeah. like,
0: now nah, you got to bring this pair back alive. Well, that and when he came back to life was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> yeah. Made, that's part of it. In <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, you thought I was fucking <laughs> retarded, you idiot. <laughs>
5: <laughs> they uh, they played that that part of the story so serious for a while that they had to have him come back and be funny to just, uh, win it all over. But what's weird is it has a whole total like tonal shift. Like as soon as he gets kidnapped, uh, which pretty yeah. much is the beginning of the third act as soon as he gets kidnapped you're like oh holy shit like this is getting dark and there's <laughs> no i am not laughing anymore like he the bear insults people yeah. but i am in a weird place right now it was very much like a buffalo bill you
0: yeah know, it was lotion on his skin and giovanni risby he's so good at everything he does <laughs> how can he dance like that I don't it's know. crazy listening to i think we're alone now by tiffany and watching the video <laughs> And uh, oh, his man. fat son. I forget everything that Ted said, but <laughs> obviously the one you remember is Fatty McFat Fuck or <laughs> Fatty McLardy. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever your name is. is. <laughs> 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 and then he lost weight and became Tyler. Well, Taylor. Taylor oh, Lautner. What was
1: the first thing that the kids said to Ted, like when they first met? Like, jeez, oh, like stand up and talk to me like that or something. Or,
0: <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I can't remember. Or even uh, Mark Wahlberg has a great moment with that part, too, where he says, if you change it, because Giovanni's character wants to buy Ted, yeah. and he's like, Give me, uh, you know, if you change your mind, here's my address. He's like, oh, yeah, let me put that in my important pocket, <laughs> That's the part of thing. my pocket.
5: <laughs> oh, man. And we didn't talk, when we talked about uh, Patrick Stewart doing the, the narration, we didn't talk about the fact that every now and then he'll cut in with something that is just like... You know, because there's nothing yeah. more powerful oh, it's than totally a an like,
1: Apache <laughs> helicopter. I mean, it's got machine guns and missiles on it. It's <laughs> like a machine death.
5: Up. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it was so good. Uh, yeah, this should be. This deserves to be the movie that is this year's Hangover. I think. Um, yeah. Because it it just works. You know, I mean, at at a base level, it is a story that you've heard before, but it. it it takes such a unique twist on it. Um, and there's a couple of surprise cameos in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, shoot. What's his name? Putty from Seinfeld. Patrick Warburton. Uh, yeah, Patrick Warburton. Oh, so good. <laughs> that whole That whole thing about, like... I, I I guess I'm gay or
0: something.
1: <laughs> I, I might be gay.
0: I, <laughs> I might be gay. I text somebody. I ask him to beat me <laughs> up and punch. I don't remember it.
5: <laughs> I texted him and t- said thank you.
0: <laughs> Was this a gay fight thing? That you
5: yeah, said? <laughs> it's crazy that Mark Wahlberg like that guy ends he up being that guy, that guy. ends up being gay just because Mark Wahlberg has the idea that like maybe you're in some kind of underground gay fight ring. <laughs> what? Why would that be the answer?
1: Yeah, it had such a leap oh man i was good and their whole obsession over flash gordon yes yeah. oh having
5: having sam jones show up oh man this is just great you this guys want to party
1: want to do some coke <laughs> do, yeah
5: sure you guys want to party
0: <laughs> oh man so yeah you should go see this movie absolutely because it's awesome that's yeah. fun you can like us on facebook real nerds podcast you can go to our website realnerdspodcast.com You can follow us on Twitter, real underscore nerds. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 720 nerds 5 And you can also email us, realnerds at gmail.com. Yeah. Next week, we're seeing my most anticipated movie of the year. Hardly even next week. It's Monday or Tuesday. It's uh, Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man comes out. Oh, I thought you were going to say Magic Mike. Well, Magic Mike, maybe. (laughs) I'll be alone by myself in Nebraska, so maybe Magic Mike will comfort me. <laughs> uh, I think that's actually his job. His job is to comfort people yep. Brad, are you gonna tease our Dark Knight um interview this week? Should I? Yeah. No. I thought maybe. we were gonna put a little taste out there so people could
1: Well, I was I know you said that, but I mean it's not very long, so like doing a tease cuts out like a third of it. Maybe. <laughs> well if you just did like a minute well, I can't just do. All
0: right. Well, the, then we're not, sorry, loyal listeners. You're gonna we're gonna have to wait till the, 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 the Dark Knight <laughs> comes yeah. out.
5: It's an amazing interview. It we, is. We can't even cut any of it out to t- show you because it would it would we'll hurt. We'll see.
0: Hurt it as a we'll whole. See. We will see. We will see. I'll see what I can throw together. Cool. Cool. I haven't heard it since I conducted it. I haven't heard it at all. You haven't.
6: Bye. Bye. <laughs>